0: Start in Hoboken, where Team Corey travels north to take on the hottest squad in the league, Hurtin' for a curtain. Corey booted up his old PS2 and played some tack in the power of Juju Smith Schuster to the tune of 18 points. Meanwhile, Kurt must have watched Toy Story and Santa Claus back to back Saturday, which inspired him to go double Allen Sunday as Josh and Lazard came to play, giving him his two highest scores of the week. However, Corey's 26 points from his defense looked to be the turning point of this war, but it was no Battle of Saratoga for the Patriots this time around as Chris Paul Olave came up just short once again. Kurt won 13, Corey won 11.
1: Some spread.
0: Next, Joe Poe heads out west for a face off with Team Travis. Team Poe's thirst for victory was temporarily quenched by Joshua Arnold Palmer's 18 points. Oh, it's a refreshing treat, but probably not something I drink every day. Meanwhile, TJ Detweiler Hawkinson looked more like Vince LaSalle as the star tight end seems to be enjoying his recess from the Lions, scoring 16 points from Team Trav. But in the end, Pogue called upon fellow president Joe Richard Mixon, who shouted, I'm not Delvin Cook, as he blew Travis out of the watergate, scoring not one, not two, not three, not four, but five touchdowns, ending Joe Poe's losing streak and depressive episode. Po 128, Trav 77, rumblin' stumblin'. Next, as part of the ASI's international program, Troy heads down to Mexico to take on Team Husser. Coach Flood continues to get consistent production from his number one receiver as Jalen, waddle baby waddle baby wobble baby, got in there for 19 points. Husser countered as Dallas go dirty Sanchez smeared poo in 24 points all over Troy's upper lip. You know what else kind of stinks? Team Troy getting another huge week from Derek Mark Henry in a losing effort, as this one was over quickly thanks to key contributions from unlikely hero Terrace Marshall Jr. Who? Birds 146, Troy 112, back, 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 gone! Up next, Team Brock gets back into Lincoln Park to take on Muller as both teams look to get one step closer to the edge, I mean playoffs. Coach Muller made the classic Thanksgiving decision of going on a walk with his cousins instead of his 45-year-old divorced uncle, getting him .5 higher. Unfortunately for him, that's really the only nice thing to say about Tom, as his team put up an all-time stinker. In fact, all team prop needed to outscore Muller's pathetic lineup was to pop on his easy Kenyon Drake oven to cook some Justin Mrs. Fields cookies, as the duo scored a whopping 67 points. Brock 143, Muller 63, Ooh. Next up, Rast takes the Camaro down to Philly to take on the slumping Team Wells. Matt had to dig up the Amazon password as two of his star players were primed for big performances Thursday night. But Jay Leno Hertz and Damian Pierce Brosnan didn't quite live up to the expectations of their predecessors, leaving the window open for a possible upset.
2: The Tonight Show isn't great, but I am a fan of GoldenEye Boom.
0: Thanks for sharing, Teej. Meanwhile, Team Wells seemed to be in the driver's seat as Devante A.C.D.C. Adams was BACK WITH PAT! Mahomes as the duo led the team, scoring 70 points. But in the end, Travis Scott Kelsey went sicko mode, curb-stomping Wells like he was some 14-year-old kid at Astroworld. RASP 130, Wells 115. WHOOP WHOOP! As always, we close out in North Jersey where Team Steve takes on me and the resurgence of Defiant Jazz.
2: Sister Christian Kirk, your time has come. Deontay sucks, now you're my number one, it's true.
0: As the Jags receiver motored his way to a 21-point week for Team Steve, but I responded with a Metallica block as, Tyreek Ann, Tyreek destroy! And Justin for all, Jefferson rocked the sandstorm, keeping pace for, during the 1 p.m.s. Steve would counter with his own music festival, but Evan Easy Ingram and Aaron Carter Jones both gave lifeless performances and could not be resuscitated, which should serve as a valuable reminder to each and every one of our devoted listeners that no one circles the wagons like Buffalo Bill. Me one thirty four, Steve
1: one oh four,
0: and that's week nine.
1: Dude, you should you should have ended with that Travis Kelsey. Astro World one, that was crazy.
2: (laughs) The Aaron Carter one was also uh some shock value, but
1: that was problematic. (laughs) Which one? No, the Travis Kelsey one was hilarious. I mean I didn't run I didn't run the
2: festival, that's on him. Oh yeah. But how's everything going, man? Good, good. I'm uh I'm back. You are back. I didn't I'm like the sad there. version, so it's good you are back. I'm rooting yeah. for more wins. Yeah, I'm running the table and and going to the playoffs. Very nice to hear. We'll uh we'll preview your matchups, see if that is what's going to happen, along with all the other games like we like we do here, you know. So yeah,
1: before we get into the matchups, if you do look this week, there is a potential that there could be a four-way tie for first place in our division. Wow. At, what um, are, you, are you guys the, the AFC or the NFC?
2: Um, Uh, If I were uh, NFC, NFC. Yeah. Yeah, the the Cupcake Conference over there. Steve punching air. (laughs) He always wants the one (laughs) division. But it actually could be his ticket in, so...
1: Yeah. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) I also have been a strong proponent for the... One division and now i'm just like you know i think maybe we should keep you it you know what th-
2: we we were on to something here <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like the playoff percentages too I, i'm just seeing this I, I don't look at it on my browser too often so yeah
1: i love how everybody in our, somehow no one in our division or in our uh conference is above 50 percent which is of yeah more people which someone has to get in there yeah except for Tra- travis travis down to travis three travis and Corey, dude oh man
2: yeah, they might be like the less than 1% if they lose again this week. We'll see. You
1: know what? Corey's won two years in a row. I mean, he, he like you really can't talk shit to him. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can actually. <laughs> I beg to differ there. But yeah, let's, let's just get into the games. Not much to cover on the waiver wire. Uh, there was the minor trade as well. We'll just get into that when we <laughs> talk about the players, but... Yeah, what game do you want to start with? I'll let you pick.
1: Uh, Looking at the scoreboard, I think I'm probably most interested in... Honestly, I want to see this matchup between... And because he has multiple players going in this game, let's go to Troy versus Travis. Cool.
2: All right. You want to start with Troy? Yeah, let's fire it up. All right. We got Dak Prescott back at quarterback against Green Bay. That's an interesting game because it's like will the skid end for Green Bay at any point ever it should be getting colder like in Lambeau like Dax his completion percentage I know is at like 76 percent since he's come back I know he had like the shaky-ish first game but some nice play last week I assume he kind of keeps it going I believe Green Bay also lost Rashawn Gary for the year so their defense is gonna get even worse I'd say then it's already been underperforming to do so um, my I,
1: I uh, My my internet cut out there. In case you were talking to me.
2: No, I mean I I was just kind of ranting, but yeah. Uh, I I expect good things out of Dak. He's going against Mario on the other side. I obviously I don't think outdoor Green Bay game in November is the easiest assignment, but I, I assume I would kind of. He's, he's only projected a you, fourteen point but... six. I imagine he exceeds that.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's I. I feel like that's it's pretty modest. very low projection. I think I'm not sure what they're taking into account there. Maybe it's just that Green Bay has been good against quarterbacks. But if you actually look at their quarterbacks that they played, which is what I, I always like going back and doing this because like the yeah. opponent rank is always so it's always Skewed. so so stupid. Yeah, so it was Justin Fields before he was the Justin Fields of today. It was Bailey Zappi. It was Daniel Jones in a game where Daniel Jones ran the ball effectively against them. And then it was the Jets with Zach Wilson when he when he didn't even have to throw the ball. It was the yeah, game the where defense Brees Hall
2: scored. The, they had like a blocked punt or something.
1: Yeah, and then Brees Hall like, just absolutely dunked on him. So I'm not sure that Dak is going to put up a bad performance. When he played against Josh Allen and Kirk Cousins, and even Tom Brady had a fine game against Green Bay. And I do think Dak has been... Last week, he looked a lot more like himself. It was against a weaker opponent, but yeah, I I expect him to definitely hit around the 20-point mark. One thing about Dak this year is he's actually... I don't know if he got away from it in, in the prior years for any reason specifically, but it, it seems like this year he's actually trying to run the ball a little bit more again. So, kind of curious to see what'll happen. Like last week, I think he had some rollouts on runs. But, you know, we'll
2: see. Yeah, if he implements the running again, then he can really have the full upside that he kind of had in his rookie year and years following. But, yeah, obviously not the best matchup, but I don't think he's given up much going against Mariota. So no, I, I think it's a fine start. Derrick Henry seems to be back to full Derrick Henry like he kind of always is and it's pretty much starting at the end of October through the rest of the year. Denver, tougher defense, but obviously no Bradley Chubb anymore. Do you think he kind of keeps up the high scoring? He had a, he oh, had a yeah. sick game I,
1: last uh, Sunday night. I definitely think he's going to continue. He So there's two things about Derrick Henry that I was reading this week, which I would love if I did have Derrick Henry. And it's so first, Derrick Henry since week seven has scored 100% of the tight touchdowns for the Titans. Wow. And I. I I'm not kidding. A hundred percent of their touchdowns. And then two Makes sense, no receivers, but yeah, go ahead. Go number two, his yards per carry goes up a yard every single month. We get closer to the winter. And this is going to be, you know, we're getting into November now, November, and December is when he's most effective. So yeah, I expect him to continue being on a tear. It's just like, he's going to get 20 plus opportunities you know, so if he's getting twenty plus opportunities, he's gonna he's gonna score or he's gonna put up a huge yardage. Yeah, even with a even with a less than their their offensive line isn't great, and he still performed for him. He's yeah, just big, strong. Like the first tackler doesn't get him. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I think he's gonna have a a good game against Denver.
2: Yeah, it'll be interesting if Troy can kind of piece together the rest of the lineup here. um We'll get well. We'll just move to Algier now, but it's like. He's gonna need more from the RB2 and the flex, which is why he made the trade. But as of right now, like I I don't know if Algier is a RB2 start really. He's just in a sticky spot with the cooks and then some bye weeks. But yeah, with um what's his name? Cordero Patterson back. He looked good last week as well. I just don't know how relevant Algier is gonna be. They still give carries, they still like seemingly to split it up, but I don't know if he I d I don't see him getting the goal line. I, I think it's just kind of if one of the guys busts one, they just kind of swap him out versus consistent carries that he was getting when Cordero was out. So we'll see how it goes and- against Carolina here. He's at a point three, a quarter through, so not a great start.
1: Yeah, it seems like their backfield, they're basically... It's not that they're going with the hot hand. It's like they're guaranteeing touches for Cordero, you know? Like, they're giving him high-value targets and touches. Yeah. But they're allowing Algier and Huntley to kind of complement him. So I think Algier is... He's fine in, like, a tough spot. But I I don't get the RB2 play of Algier if you traded for Hubbard, assuming he was going to have a good game. I would have tried to limit my exposure to this Thursday night game because I just think it's a dog shit matchup.
2: Yeah. It is interesting. He's kind of put his, his eggs in this basket, but yeah, we'll, we'll see where it kind of stands after tonight, but yeah, I, I don't know if it's a great start, but the, I had to go through the figure out a running back last week and it's, it's definitely barren, you know, it's, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So some of these
1: bye weeks become extremely hard. To yeah, navigate. I think it's
2: last week, this week, and then potentially the week after are the big ones, and then it's pretty much two or three teams. I think after that, so we'll see how it goes. Let's go to the receivers. Jalen Waddle is awesome. He's up to wide receiver five. He's just pretty fucking great. Like in Miami, you can just throw the shit out of the ball. I am maybe concerned about when two has to start playing outdoor in the cold if they're still able to kind of air it out to that extent but waddle has just been better than you could have even
1: expected i'd say yeah the thing about miami i agree with you like I, I wonder but they're honestly playing their way into a potential first seed they're they're they have the tiebreaker against the bills and I think if they play the Chiefs, they could stay with up. Like they can keep up with the Chiefs, and I think they could beat them. So yeah, some pivotal a weeks game. for.
2: I didn't mean to cut you off for, for Miami with Josh Allen potentially going down. Like they can them and the Jets have an opportunity to win the division. Like in these weeks, so
1: yeah, they do. There is a lot of big games. That is that's also-
2: randomly pesky, I'd say. Like if we're just talking like NFL big picture, but. Like Miami, if you want to be a serious contender, like you, you got to take care of business this game, I'd say. Yeah, they definitely need
1: this win at home. Especially in, like, traveling to Miami right now is also a home field advantage, because all of these teams, especially a team in Cleveland, is getting Fun. used to, like, the cold weather, mm-hmm. you know? So they're going to be gassed, and, like, the one thing that we were saying earlier in the year was, like, you know, there's so much speed in Miami that it's just going to be hard to cover them at all, and... It's kind of played out exactly like that. Like Tua is clearly taking a big step this year. He's I think six and zero now as the starter. Yeah, he hasn't and, lost. Yeah, they're they're playing really well. And you know, I did I didn't get to watch a lot of the games last week, but Chicago actually could have won that game too, which was pretty surprising. So yeah,
2: it was a blocked punt that kind of they yeah. were chasing those points the whole time. Like that, Miami kind of had had. They were in the driver's seat, I'd say, for a good majority. Like, I don't think Chicago ever had the ball, like, down a possession, like, trying to tie it or take the lead, but they kept on cutting it to three, and then Miami would score. Like, it's tough for Chicago. They they traded away their two best defensive players, probably, yeah. unless I'm forgetting someone. So, it's like, yeah, they're going to get gassed on defense, but Fields was fucking electric. It was pretty sick, honestly. I don't know if you saw, like,
1: the one where he pump faked and just took it, like, 65 yeah. yards, but yeah, it, no, it was no, that very dope. Good. Um, but yeah and Jalen Waddell, I think he's a he's a great play this week in fact he's Cleveland I feel like let me just double check this but I feel like they've just been getting smacked by actual good wide receivers this year it
2: depends if their had that
1: huge game against them I think in this matchup this would have been a great matchup if if Travis didn't trade away Tyreek Hill. So early, but yeah, I think I'm gonna put Waddle as my Boom of the Week this week for Troy, and hope that maybe he can have like one of those gigantic weeks that brings home it it home for him. Yeah, I I don't I don't think that's a bad a
2: bad guess, a bad pick by any means, especially seeing all the Atlanta, Carolina players on the rosters. So yeah, let's go to Rondale Moore against the Rams. Are the Rams? I know you've been saying the Rams are dead. Are, do you it's think dead. they could beat arizona though like arizona has been equally
1: dead. shitty they're dead and matt stafford hasn't practiced in two straight days now
2: they're who's dead. their backup is it like wofford or some something like? it
1: doesn't whoever their backup is they're losing this game let me i can't you hate believe the, the cardinals win.
2: too though so i I'm, i know that's why i was asking who so you kinda... here's the
1: difference in this game it's like this is like the ultimate loser leaves town game but the biggest difference here is that cliff kingsbury is coaching for his job and sean mcveigh is is completely secured in his job he has no he's not really coaching for like oh if i lose this game i mean what does kingsbury um, coaching for his job look
2: like like does he have any secrets in his bag i mean i
1: think the cardinals will probably be down like three points just not being able to move the ball and then like maybe kyler murray pulls some shit out of his ass and does that ass pull go to Rondale
2: moore just to circle it back to this game what do you what do you kind of expect from him
1: i'm honestly shocked at how many targets he's been getting with hopkins back yeah it helps with uh hollywood out i'd say yeah rondelle moore's good yeah, he was. This is his second year, right?
2: He yeah. was a pretty sought after rookie. I remember last year he's in just the draft. He's He's like Wandale. Honestly, it's pretty much the same player. Like you, when you just don't have a huge catch radius, you kind of need to manufacture touches a bit. But he's fast. Don't... He's elusive. It's just contested, not great. Yeah,
1: I don't think he's gonna put up some kind of like amazing star studded performance. But he's probably gonna fill in that Brandon Cooks role that Troy's been missing this year so I think he's a fine I think he's a fine play I'm, I'm not really excited about him Yeah. Uh, the only thing is he's not gonna have to go against bum ass Ramsey which maybe is like maybe he would want to at this point with he's having a pretty bad year but yeah I, I don't have much to say about Ron no more. he's a fine start it doesn't get me too excited though
3: Okay.
2: and then Dalton Schultz tight end pretty consistent pretty good we kind of already talked about the Cowboys can kind of skip over that and then Chuba against uh, the Falcons going on right now. It's weird. I I see no points right now. I'm curious. Are they Are they running? Um, what's his name? The guy on Corey's team who had the three touchdowns. They pulled up Yeah, I kind of just want to see what's going I, on. That's I don't also why on I TV. did
1: that's also why I didn't get the Chuba trade because Deonta Foreman is the main running back there.
2: You, we had a whole year. You could of Chuba how- that, that Chuba would take
1: it back, but yeah. No, I. So we had a whole year of of Chuba last year. Remember, he's a rookie. Yeah, but Deonta Foreman last year, it took him a few games, but he really filled in well for Derrick Henry and with young people. Deonta Foreman, if you remember. He oh, was God. really he was really hyped up. You may- coming out of college from Texas and he did look pretty good in Houston and then he tore his his, his uh, Achilles. He was out of the league for like a year nah, or yeah. so um 2 years and he finally got on the team last year with the Titans and he's doing really well for Carolina now this year. So yeah, I think It looks like right now that... Yeah, I was
2: going to say, did you see this? Foreman 5 carries, Blackshear 2, and they gave LaVisca Chenault a carry, and then nothing for Hubbard. That's not a great sign. Yeah, we'll see
1: Terrace Marshall in there too later. (laughs) When he scored, (laughs) I was dying. It was was so funny. It was so funny. (laughs) But, yeah, I'm still questioning the Hubbard play. Yeah, that looks like a full dud, to be honest at the moment so that's because the other scary. part of that trade the other part of that trade now billy is that if hollywood does come back and troy does make the playoffs rondale Moore now becomes expendable because you would have to yeah. think that hollywood would swap back into his number two spot so. i mean
2: I-, I think troy's playoff plans would be cook's wide receiver two, and then maybe boyd at the flex over rondale i'm not saying that's like oh that is fuel, true I'm, I'm realizing that, that's filling a lot out up. this week Yeah, I think he's just kind of stuck in a shitty spot at the moment, but yeah. Yeah,
1: because I don't think Jamar Chase is going to come back for fantasy playoffs. I think he's going to come back for real-life playoffs, honestly. I don't see see them—if they're in the driver's seat in the AFC North, or at least if they're going to get a wild-card spot, I don't see them risking Jamar Chase's health before they absolutely need him.
2: Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they still need to— The Bengals still need to get some wins. Honestly, like they're not—it's not like they're locked up. But no, not yet. But at least for Troy's purposes, Tyler Boyd should be a pretty solid start. Nah, no doubt. So I mean, just looking at the lineup, and Deontay
1: Foreman just had like a nice 15-yard gain there.
2: Hmm. Uh, We'll see if Corey started him, but in general, the bottom of the lineup here leaves some to be desired. So we'll see if Dak, Waddle, and Henry can kind of pull it out for him.
3: Troy but.
1: has the guys who can pull it out for him. Like yeah, Henry he Dacken, does have the, model, the carries. Have a week, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, he's definitely not out of it this week.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's go over to Trav quick. <laughs> we gave Troy a nice breakdown there, but he's got Mariota at quarterback going tonight. Don't know if I really love that but kind of cheating. He he's already a quarter through and is at less than two points. We'll see. I, I imagine he's able to salvage it and get in that fifteen range, but the way we were projecting Dak, we kind of lean more there, despite the projection being in Mariota's
1: favor, um, especially after he the- did do really well against Carolina two weeks ago. So we'll see. Oh, Hopper just got a carry, but uh, he he did do well against Carolina two weeks ago. If you remember, he had like that three touchdown game. I think. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah so it depends these thursday games i hate because i always feel like they're low scoring and kind of a grinded out game but it's yeah, always the I, second
2: I, quarter by the time like you turn it on i feel at least just me I'm, i don't know if they just move faster i feel like you're, whenever i have a player going it's just more panic I, I guess just without like the red zone stimulation of seeing other guys do stuff you're just like
1: fuck my guys need the ball but yeah yeah i think mariota will probably get around what he was projected so it's not going to be crazy high but you know if he gets him 16 points i think travis will be happy with that and then we can
2: go to camara he had a down week last week but exploded the week prior what do you think against pittsburgh also i think pittsburgh is potentially getting tj watt back in the next couple weeks potentially
1: yeah that... i think he's coming back this week
2: is what they were targeting if That's, i remember yeah, correctly i read that it'll be huge for uh a, like Steelers a morale D. standpoint
1: and a defense standpoint.
2: Yeah, I mean, edge rusher not necessarily like a Camara stopper, but still does help in general. I imagine he'll still have a fine game. He needs to have a big game to kind of match the Henry, in my opinion, if Trav wants to kind of pull it out. And Trav honestly needs to run the table probably to have a shot at the playoffs, like maybe one more loss, but I don't know if that's super, super feasible. Um. So yeah, it's all on Camara. I'd say he's got to got to perform against Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, and I think he's a fine start this week. It just seemed like last week was weird. That Baltimore game, like they got behind early, and Andy Dalton like literally couldn't do like anything. Yeah, that he he was sacked I think five times or something like that, and like he just didn't look good and it's not like Andy Dalton's a great quarterback as it is, so if he's having a bad time, like, the entire offense is going to have a bad time. The Saints, like, talk about the Saints, like, Sean Payton being, like, reading the tea leaves and being like, yep, time to get out of here and fucking leaving. Like, he was completely right to leave this offseason because I think they have a really strong, like, defensive, defensive front and everything like that, but I mean, it's Cam Jordan and play. them are probably getting older, but
2: yeah, I don't know. I I don't so know how have... I'd feel if I was an actual Saints fan,
1: but yeah. But Kamara's is also a guy who could, you know, he goes beast. What up, forty? I I think he's gonna, he's definitely gonna outperform last week, and he'll probably hit around his projection amount.
2: And then Fournette. This is the scary thing did not foresee this honestly like I, I was sad to see lenny go and then now there's rumors he might get his job taken by like a rashad white do you think that's yeah. fully legit or i mean Fournette is getting like one yard to carry i think it's just their line is really 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 bad but yeah i, I was know. saying
1: that i was saying that kind of hey this line is pretty bad because he's up they're on like their fourth center or whatever yeah it's all they're, the interior yeah, guys are out but it seemed like like the first week it was like you know hey the line wasn't that good before Net did play well and then I'm looking at like his actual carries and it's he has like one of the most de- deceptive fantasy it's all dump off position ranks it's literally all dump offs and I think what at least what I'm thinking the bucks are thinking after last week is if we're gonna have to play that style of running back, why don't we play this rookie who's just more athletic and got fresher legs? And it seems like Fournette is doing what Fournette did when he left Jacksonville, and he's just being a big crybaby about it, and he doesn't care about the winning. He just wants touches. Which you know, it's annoying, so that's it's concerning, but I think you gotta play him in a good matchup against yeah, Seattle this year. You week. still gotta play him. You traded for him. They have been better against running backs, though. So yeah. that's another one of those things where their running back score is a little skewed. The only time in the last four weeks where they really got gashed by a running back was Eckler, and that was a game where they beat the Chargers, and it was like just dump-offs. It's not like mm-hmm. it was like some amazing performance. Between the so,
2: tackles, yeah.
1: Yeah, so like they did pretty good against Saquon. They did good last week against James Conner and Eno Benjamin, and they did good against them as well back in week six with Arizona. So it's not like... This is like one of those things where, you get later in the season, like this opponent the ranks on kind defense. Of fix themselves, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that he's he's fine, but I'm not. Like, there is a world where he gets three, he gets three snaps this week, you know, and like that risk is just something I I would hate to have to take.
2: That being said, would you rather have him or Algier?
1: If we're going matchups, I'd much rather Fournette. Yeah. I, I, I still think, think at this point in time a better football player still yeah
2: it's just you'd want that to be more of an advantage if he's chasing points with um yeah. the first two matchups we went over but yeah let's go to receivers Allen robinson against arizona i th- i don't hate it the issue is obviously the backup quarterback and Jalen waddle probably being an infinitely better start but I could see Robinson scoring against Arizona, but yeah, I don't know. Is he gonna be your like your bust of the week? When whenever I'm like tentatively hyping
1: someone up, I'm just waiting for you to be like,
2: no, actually.
1: I, I want to make him my bust of the week. My issue is that if the backup quarterback plays, he'll probably have a better game, honestly, because the backup quarterback's just gonna fucking sling it, you know, like. You don't think he'll just gonna sling gonna... at the cup though? I mean you're not gonna have that connection with cup is the same that way that matt yeah I don't get would. breakfast together like the yeah like these guys like I'm, i i say this every time like when i it's not like i'm hyping up a backup wide receiver but usually they have a better feel of things with like the second team offense but it might be Skronecki who ends up getting the target so i don't love Allen robinson <laughs> this week it's yeah skronic Skronecki. or whatever yeah, I don't know how to say his name. That's how it That irrelevant. bitch who got us
2: kicked out of R C B Skronecki.
0: But Just um
1: <laughs> No, I don't love it. I would love to make him my bust of the week, but I have somebody else's my bust of the week.
2: Alright. Uh, is it Adam Thielen against the Bills? Just no, moving down no, the line. No, here? no. It's
3: not. No, it's not.
2: I don't know about that matchup. We'll see. Thielen's been getting a little more involved. He's been doing fine, yeah, lately. But bills toughish matchup we'll see though i'm curious the, the bills really might fall off without josh allen honestly i if think josh the kind of them
1: if josh allen doesn't play they're probably not going to win this game the bills i would say which i is don't know if they seem to can think about the game, the, yeah but it's a double like it's so hard because like i would love to say like you know hey minnesota is definitely going to win this game but Kirk Cousins just folds in like the oddest spots, and the Bills' defense, like they can rush the passer. So, if Kirk Cousins doesn't have a good game, like maybe Case Keenum and Stefan Diggs just have an insane game together against Minnesota. Like it's a double. They, yeah, game for them. I don't think that's horribly. Case Keenum can go out there and we, win a game. It's just. I think Minnesota's pretty good. I hate saying it because it's hard to believe in Minnesota ever. I don't know if I
2: Minnesota's that good. But... I think
1: they're pretty good, but I don't think they're Buffalo level. Yeah. But they get closer if Josh Allen isn't playing. Yeah, but no Josh saying.
2: Allen Buffalo level is a lot more attainable. But we'll see. Speaking of revenge games, uh, well, not revenge, but TJ Hawkinson is also on Minnesota. You get tripped up, you see his uh, mugshot there with the blue, but... He looked good. They got him involved. I think. Yeah, they kind of used him right away. Yeah, he scored. So that could be a plus. Dalton nine Schultz targets, isn't really nine a catches. Slub, That's a
1: but. That's a great first week. Great yeah. first week. Yeah, Hawkinson, I'm fine with. He's a much. I, I would much rather be playing him. I think over Dalton Schultz. Not that Dalton Schultz is going to get like diffed that bad. League reference. Um He's not going to get beat that bad, I don't think, but, you know, Hawkinson, I feel like, has like, a, a much higher ceiling, so... Yeah, I'm fine with Hawkinson. And then Darrell course, Henderson. As, yeah, my bad. You had something more? As as Big Cat would say, Hawkinson. <laughs> Was he true?
2: <laughs> I didn't really get the joke there, but... <laughs> but like, it's he a, has to know It's how a it-
1: Vegas... No, it's a Vegas club, so they were just making fun of him. For uh, that.
2: okay. And then... Darrell Henderson against Arizona, kind of similar-ish to Chuba. He was getting more carries, but it just doesn't seem like he's fully... Like, he he gets the share of an offense that doesn't move the ball. You don't really want shares of. Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: why he's my bust of the week this week. Because I just... I don't see a world where, especially if they're playing a backup running back and they really do just have to key in on the run, you know? I don't see a world where he has like a huge week this week. The Rams' does he offensive line is Chuba? bad. Does he outscore Chuba? Yeah. No. No. No.
2: I don't see. Think I, so. I think he does. Obviously, I have don't the think benefit so. of seeing Chuba at nine yards. Like, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying. Game, I'm trying. But... I'm trying not
1: to take that into account. I'm kind of just looking. But uh, no, I, I don't think he outscores Chuba because. If you have been reading, kind of what's been going on in the Rams camp lately, like all the news is basically like they don't like Derek Henderson or Cam Akers, and they're they're trying to play this this Kyron Williams kid that that they have on the bench, like coming off the IR right now. So is it's he just claimed? like, it's a, do people have him? I have him. I'm uh, right. I'm I IR have him right guy. now. <laughs> <laughs> so he's the boom of the week. <laughs> yeah. He's, but... he's not he's not playing i don't know if he's playing this week but he could potentially be activated so we'll see but i don't think daryl henderson is gonna have a good game even if he gets like 20 carries the rams line is just terrible and arizona's defensive line is fine like they're losing games because cliff kingsbury is a terrible coach not like because they're you know they lack in talent you know yeah just in general, I think this. it's funny
2: you picked this one as the first matchup. This seems like a wet noodle fight. There is yeah. some holes at the bottom of these lineups.
1: Yeah, and I know that Travis is projected to outscore Troy by a lot, but I do have Troy in this game. I, I think Waddle and Prescott and Henry are... I think all three of them are going to have a pretty damn good week. So if I think they're going to have a great week, I'm going to take them when the only person I'm kind of confident on. On Travis's side is Kamara to turn it around. Yeah, I'll go Trav just to be contrarian
2: and just kind of also cheating and seeing that he might have two duds staring him in the face. But <laughs> yeah, the, I I don't know if either one of these are breaking a hundred. Honestly, this will be a this will be. It's gonna be what one. fantasy
1: has been this year, dude. Just a slugfest at the yeah. bottom. It's unless you're rasp or you but yeah we we gave this one a
2: nice like 30 minute preview for some reason i don't know why
1: i wanted to talk about this matchup but yeah i mean you're hot pick the next next one all right um the next one i want to go over to because i'm trying to choose ones that have playoff implications so why don't we go over to steve and rasp all right
3: boop
2: Start with Steve, because just because Tua against Cleveland, we talked about it a bit. Tua has just been so much better than I thought he was going to be. Honestly, I was never a full hater, but you I are not into Tua non. No,
1: Ugh.
2: I like the picture though. I like the anonymous like dolphin with like the hostage. Uh... You know the picture I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's I know. Funny. It's, not... it's like witness I... us or whatever. I was never really out on Tua. I just. He didn't excite me, like I just thought he wasn't gonna be that great of a quarterback. He was just gonna be like fine to start in the NFL, at least after last year. But I mean, this is the thing, like you gotta give these younger quarterbacks like an actual offensive mind to yeah. develop them. And I feel like Mike McDaniels is even though two-ish long ball is still not like kind of an he doesn't have like an elite arm for throwing a long ball. Like Mike McDaniels is using his wide receivers in like such interesting ways to just get him such like so many open looks down the field and he's also just been like it's he's the anti-russell wilson like he's playing exactly to the playbook that mike mcdaniels wants and it's being super successful for them so i think he he keeps up in cleveland this week at home i just think i think waddle him and tyreek are like fantasy gold right now to be honest with you yeah
2: just to summarize like I don't know if I would ever want, like, a defensive head
1: coach, like, ever again. <laughs> like, yeah. these offensive ones Chicago, are so much Chicago cooler. is doing better. Chicago is doing better. We'll get to them when we talk about Justin Fields, but they are doing a little bit better. But, yeah, I, I don't want a defensive coach, especially after Judge and just seeing the the lay of the land around the league this year. Yeah, I,
2: I don't know. Like, it seems like these dudes are just in basements, like, grinding film, like... Yeah, figuring shit out that just changes the
1: game. They just want little... to have fun. Like they feel it. It seems like they coach because they're like, "I want to just do some crazy shit." <laughs>
3: like yeah. Dable,
1: you have Dable, you have Mike McDaniels. Josh McDaniel sucks. So
3: oh yeah, we, have, we do have. To I mean, there's still
2: shitty versions of offensive head coaches, but yeah. I, I don't know. I would rather just scratch that lottery ticket. But yeah, I, I think two will be fine. It is weird. I I don't for whatever reason I'm having like weird feelings that cleveland's gonna win this game I, I just think it's kind of a toughish spot for no reason almost but yeah they I, might be
1: hyped because they got he's who shall not be named coming back in two weeks so like if they can win this game i was actually they're kind thinking, of in the afc that, playoff race
2: so is it an 11 week suspension or an 11 game because i think they have a buy so then like it's still.
1: Le- it's 11 weeks
2: okay so, so he's
1: coming back for the Houston game. I, I did know that. Okay, I forgot. Yeah, because know. the reason why they did that suspension was so his contract didn't toll, and then that way he can still play this year, accrue a season, and then next year he gets like forty-six million dollars because he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll we'll see. I I don't know. I mean,
2: any team that can run the ball, it's like. You're, it can always be a trap game. I
1: feel you know, like yeah, they're coming. I, I think Cleveland's coming off the bye too, so yeah, they might be refreshed and ready to play. But I, I still like. I, the, I don't think it affects too his team fantasy. Team. But yeah.
2: I, I'd say he's just something to to keep a look out for. Eckler has been fully back and fully awesome. He had like a sick like forty yard touchdown that got called back. Like he his elbow was barely down. I don't know if he saw that, but he had a huge game last week and it would have been huger um yeah he's the rb1
1: for a reason on the year he's gonna be fucking great in this game san francisco's defense is pretty good but they did just lose not that it affects the running game too much but they did just lose jason verrett i think it was right or it's the last name was verrett from what i remember he's a corner but yeah okay so yeah i I think he's he's also Eckler and he's awesome at football and he's going to probably have a good game regardless of matchup every single week so he's a great play this week
2: yeah and then Jamal Williams uh Swift was back last week but I think Williams still outscored him and then as we've kind of beaten the shit out of this horse he gets the goal line touches Chicago hasn't been great against the run they especially without Roquan Smith. I imagine that doesn't help much at all. I think that's a good RB two, And then the receivers is where it's interesting for Steve because he's in a conundrum with who to play pretty much. He's fully benched Deontay Johnson, but now Michael Pittman's on the bench for Christian Kirk and DJ Moore. What are your kind
1: of thoughts there
2: in the receiver
1: room? I do like Christian Kirk. He's just, he's kind of been doing better the last three weeks after he had some duds. He had some duds like week four and five or five and six. I can't remember. But he's probably fine. And then the other thing for him is Kansas City's defense. Like, I'm not necessarily concerned with them. I think that Kansas City is going to put up a shit ton of points. So if they're going to put up a shit ton of points they're going to need to kind of keep pace with them or at least Trevor Lawrence could be throwing the ball a lot so I think Christian Kirk probably has a pretty great game this week and you know I'm kind of thinking of making him I'll do I'll do it I'm going to make him my boom of the week because I did like what came out this week about him where Doug Peterson was like you know Christian Kirk needs to be getting 10 plus targets a game he kind of came out and said like you know he needs to be hitting like eight nine ten targets every game so Played a, bad, played a bad defense, and he's their number one option. So I'm going to go forward with that. Yeah, and I then, mean, good
2: game last week. And then, yeah, I, I 100% would start him against Kansas City. I, I expect that to kind of be not necessarily. I don't know if Jacksonville's keeping pace to call it a shootout, but they'll be throwing the ball and ideally getting it to him. And then DJ Moore, it is Baker playing tonight again, right? They switched back.
1: It it is Mo- Baker. No, it's P.J. Walker. I think is playing still. If I if I am seeing this correctly, but did who just scored? Okay, it wasn't Terrace Marshall. Thank God, Chanel just scored oh, on wow. an end around. But so, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. So scratch the Baker thing. That was wrong. But, but D.J.
1: Moore. I, I honestly like like you said about the receivers. I would have rather played. I think. Darnell Mooney over DJ Moore. I just feel like Mooney DJ scored Moore last is like week so, as well. He's so boom robust. And I think Mooney at least like you gotta stay in the flames with the Chicago offense, I guess. So like I, I think I would probably play Mooney over DJ Moore. Against Obviously. Yeah. He can't do that now. And I definitely wouldn't play him over C- Christian Kirk, but he could consider maybe starting him over. It would be hard to bench Aaron Jones, but yeah, I would have liked Mooney this week. Detroit's defense is terrible, and I think Chicago is kind of up, on the up and up. Here's the thing. I don't
2: know if it's hard to bench Aaron Jones at this point against Dallas. Pretty good front. And also crazy, he has one touchdown on the year, which is just... They're just not giving him the ball enough. And I, just not, yeah. I don't know if I don't go with one of these receipts. Steve has a tough lineup to manage, honestly. like He's got... Good players on his bench. Like, there's not as many like full sexy names, but I mean he's pretty deep. Like Pittman, Deontay yeah. Johnson, Cream Hunt, Khalil Herbert are like decent like RB options. Especially like when you're seeing fucking Chuba Hubbard's and Algiers and stuff in lineups. Like he's he's deep all around. Like he's he's four deep at every position. But it's just hard when you you don't know who to play. Like
1: and I don't even know. Yeah, I'd be leaning any which way he's he's kind of running into the same issue i have been which is like the flex and wide receiver two have been so hard to get right like this year yeah so i mean
2: this i i I honestly think i would go with this lineup like what he has but i imagine there's a fuck up somewhere along the line like it's just probability wise I, i think there's something that probably would go wrong but Overall, I think it's strong, to kind of sum it up. The Aaron Jones against Dallas is probably the one thing that I'm a little afraid of, but we'll see kind of how he matches up with Rasp as we go through here. Mm -hmm. So we could start with Rasp over there. Jalen Hurts against Washington Monday night. Should be huge, I imagine. Jalen kind of had his quote-unquote like down week, which was still 20 points. I think (laughs) Washington, this could be
1: a 30-burger easily. Yeah, I definitely think he's going to have a great game against Washington. And I just want to see Washington get their fucking shit pounded in after all the shit that's been coming out this week about Dan Snyder and how he was, like, scheming fans, how he was taking advantage of all the staff and everything like that. Like, I would just love to see Washington get shit on, especially after the press release where they took – they tried uh, clowning the AG of Washington by bringing up, like, how brian robinson got shot and they didn't do anything about it so yeah i think this is going to be a shit pumping i would love to see them on primetime get shit on so yeah great play jalen hurts
2: yeah don't have too much to add there i mean i do want philly to lose a game like it is starting to get a little scary (laughs) that they're going undefeated but Mm -hmm. yeah this isn't really the spot for that so well they just haven't played us yet so that's that's extremely true yeah And then Damian Pierce against the Giants. This is scary. I think he can have a very good game. He's a little banged up, but I don't even see a questionable at this point. So I don't think that means much. Limited on Thursday, but I think availability-wise he'll be there. We kind of have been struggling against the running backs. We did decent against Kenneth Walker. It was just kind of the one touchdown at the end there. But... Yeah, we'll see. We kind of have the two stud uh, running backs back-to-back here, or rookie-wise. I think that's a good RB1. He's going to have to have a good game to keep pace with Eckler, I'd say. A little easier matchup for him, so we'll see. Yeah, I I just
1: don't have any confidence in Davis Mills to do anything over the air. No, they'll be leaning on the run. Yeah, so I think they'll be leaning heavy on Damian Pearson. I would also say O'Shane... Jimenez is coming back but even with him I don't think we have as good a run defense as Philly so if he was able to put up 139 on Philly yeah I think he'll, I think he'll probably have a good day against Houston the Giants had too. just a good first half honestly they, they really did
2: and which is weird because Philly normally has the, the great first halves and just kind of ends games there but Houston kind of is a little feisty like we'll get to it when we talk Giants at the end but this is kind of a weird scary game I'd say um but yeah. Let's go to Devin Singletary. We kinda know what Devin Singletary is at this point. Um going against Minnesota. Maybe with a backup running back, they rely on uh not backup quarterback, they rely on the run a little more, which could help him, but still I, I don't know if the ceilings above like fourteen or fifteen points.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of devin singletary this week also because i would think that naeem hines would start getting more snaps oh, in this all what was the so,
2: kind of distribution last week do you want to
1: it was his first week let me look it up it's, he quick. definitely
2: had touches i know but i don't know how much of it was in the passing game versus uh handoffs but while you're looking that up i'll just kind of speed by cooper cup I mean, he's projected his usual 22, or I mean, his usual is like 25, but if if this is like Wofford or whatever, obviously, I think that takes a small hit. I still obviously think he's good, and the offense is kind of, he's still your ex-receiver running every route in the books, so if someone's going to get passes, it's still him, but no Stafford is a little scarier, you know? I think... Christian Kirk can kind of keep pace if you're working with a backup quarterback there. Do you agree?
1: Uh, I I absolutely think he can, especially if Walford's playing, like you said. I, I don't think, I don't think there's any world where you ever bench Cup. Obviously, no, no, but no, no, this no. is definitely going to be his floor week if Stafford isn't in there. which his floor week could end up being eighteen points. You know, it's like he still he still could have yeah. a good week, and then. And then getting back to Devin Singletary and Hines. Um, Hines only had one target last week and no carries. So he probably wasn't involved at all in the offensive game plan last week. So it's still a question mark, I guess you could say.
2: And let's go to Curtis Samuel. He had a sick touchdown last week. I don't know if you saw he kind of rolled in. Boy, yeah, but it was a
1: BS touchdown.
2: Yeah, with the official in the way where Heineke's throwing Yeah, the, the official. I know, I know, but exactly. I'm just saying. Um Tougher matchup against Philly, obviously. You still got to keep playing him as long as Keenan Allen's just going to keep being out. Like, yeah, He's just waiting Keenan forever for Keenan Allen to
1: get back, and I don't know what his deal is. It's just, I don't think he's going to unless they're in a meaningful spot for the playoffs, to be honest with you. Here's a fun hypothetical. So he's got Hollywood,
2: he's got Keenan Allen, and he's got Odell,
1: who... Odell
2: plays first. Odell, it's pretty hype. Except if he goes to Dallas, that would be just be Wait, so Well, annoying. Odell won't
1: be. Odell won't be ready for another month.
2: I thought he was going to get cleared this week. I was reading.
1: Yeah, but realistically, by the time he, because he probably hasn't had many serious discussions with teams, so by the time he actually gets signed, gets in the building, gets like a into shape. like he's probably in. Just fine shape, but as soon as you like every like, it's going to be at least three weeks from now, you know, before he starts a game. But to so take that into account. So, but you'd still rather who Who do you think has more fantasy points
2: for the remainder of the year out of those three? Because these are going to be his options playoff. He'll, he'll be a playoff team and looks like he's already got seven wins. Who if, would you be banking Kenan on? If Keenan Allen comes most?
1: back, Keenan Allen would be who I'd bank on the most to score the most. I just think. What I'm thinking is going to happen is that Keenan Allen is going to be back next week against Kansas City because it's a huge primetime game. He's been resting. He had the bye. Like, he's been resting now for seven out of the nine weeks or ten weeks, I mean. Uh, maybe even more. that. Yeah, he's only played in two games this year. So, yeah, I, yeah I'm going to go he comes back first and he definitely scores more for the rest of the year. And, i mean that's
2: when this team kind of takes form because I mean jeff Wilson in the flex is ideally you move him to rb2 if he keeps up what he did last
1: week yeah when against him. yeah
2: that's that's a tough tough loss there
1: because i didn't think he like why would you trade your third string running back yeah it just made no sense to me but yeah, I, I don't love Jeff Wilson anyways just because he's going to have to split with Moster, and they both do the zone-running scheme that, that he loved in San Francisco. So I agree with your sentiment that I would love to get to a place, if I was Rasp, where Jeff Wilson does become the RV, two.
2: Yeah, and then—so, I mean, it's impressive. We've kind of said this all year. It's impressive he's been able to patch it together with, like, Curtis Samuel and whatnot. Kelsey having the advantage at tight end also is just huge— He'll be massive against Jacksonville. And then, yeah, he'll be scary come playoffs. It's just for now. I don't know. I might lean Steve this week, I'd say, just looking at it. He's also got to drop someone for a kicker. I don't know who.
1: Who do you drop here? He hasn't dropped him yet. He definitely because I'm looking at his roster. He has too many running backs. So he definitely like can't make roster moves right now, and he doesn't want to drop any of the running backs or Justin Tucker is what he's doing. I think Deion Jackson got hurt like immediately and
2: Jonathan Taylor's back. I might kinda ditch him, but
1: Yeah, I would I would probably jo- drop Deion Jackson. I think Eno you know, Benjamin has carved even though he's not they're not doing great, like he's at least an option in Arizona, whereas it seems yeah. like if jonathan taylor's playing Deion jackson isn't getting any touches so
2: but yeah i mean you got boom and bust and then we can kind
1: of yeah so my boom is christian kirk and then with my bust i'm gonna probably go with devin singletary just because i think with a backup quarterback like yeah they might lean on the run more but buffalo doesn't run the ball well so like even if they did lean on the run like it I, i don't have much faith that they're gonna do well running the ball so I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Fair. And did you pick a
2: winner? You picked Rasp or Steve?
1: I'm gonna pick Steve this week. I I, I don't love the DJ Moore start, but I think he's got a little bit more upside everywhere else. And Rasp is gonna be dealing with. It feels like he's gonna be dealing with a backup quarterback in Buffalo. I think and, that's the difference. The uh, and Washington's in for a shit pumping I think, against Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, who you got next? Let's
2: go over to the Toms. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, just a PSA before we start this one. I believe Muller is in some sort of tropical island, and he's given me the uh, kind of green light with drops and starts and things along those lines um, if injuries go awry. I know Zeke is still banged up, so... Um, I'll be getting the word from him and might need to tinker with that. So, before... Yeah, he's probably got, like, out. shitty... I, I doubt he's Hussler even, like Yeah, shitty internet. he said he's got no service. Because I was texting about the Nets game last night, and he was just... um, not responsive. But, yeah. yeah um, Let's start with Muller, just because we already started there. And Husker doesn't have, like, a fucking quarterback. So, I don't know what the hell we're going to say there.
1: But... I'll, yeah, it's unfortunate that he couldn't... Uh, snatch up Daniel Jones. Curtis, I think got him, but Yeah. <laughs> so, he's got
2: Cousins in there for now. He went Cousins over Brady last week. It was like marginally better. I don't know if I wouldn't go Brady against Seattle versus Cousins against at Buffalo, but I, I think don't know. I'd still go
1: with Cousins. Like, he just got He's got the better line, better weapons, I think. So, yeah. I would still go with Cousins, I think. I
2: just think it's a tougher... I, I don't know. I, I don't know how fucking Germany is at 9.30 yeah,
1: in the morning. You know what, Cousins has been... What did you say? he been perfectly fine for the most part this year. He, his worst adding was against Philly. I was saying, Cousins has been perfectly fine, though, this year, for the most part.
2: Yeah, and I mean, he got the win. You gotta keep the team morale up. I, and I mean... Yeah, it, it doesn't really move the needle. I think both of them are kind of in like that sixteen to twenty range, regardless. So,
1: who do you think scores more this week, Kirk Cousins or Justin Herbert? Uh,
2: who are the Chargers playing?
1: They're playing the 49ers.
2: Um, like maybe it's Herbert is. Could you uh, is even Mike? Will- no, Mike. Long? I mean, no, Mike Williams, no Keenan Allen. Like, yep we kind of saw it last week like the, yeah, they almost should have lost it was like a fucking random fumble.
1: what's up yeah i i would choose cousins yeah so that sucks for you yeah what? <laughs> <laughs> that's but yeah i think cousins should be fine against buffalo but there's definitely a world where he goes out there and throws up a fucking dud uh, i i would still play him over brady
2: yeah, it, it's something to watch, but I don't think that'll make or break the matchup, I imagine, but yeah. Then McCaffrey, I'm excited, I'm just very excited to watch McCaffrey again, like, yeah, seems just like how? it's been a while since I've been juiced, versus just like, this is sad, like, I, I don't know, he, the, the once he threw the touchdown pass, like, new number, new team, I was just like, yeah, this is dope. Because
1: you know Shanahan was like, alright, I've had a few days with him, now I can unleash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, McCaffrey's been great all year, and the 49ers are just like, hey, we lost, like, an extremely athletic running or a quarterback this year in Trey Lance, and, like, it seems like McCaffrey is, like, the the athlete they needed in the backfield, especially because Debo's been dealing with injuries this year. Yeah. And it seems like they're just like, you know, hey, like, we can use this guy back there and then still have Debo on the outside. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does this week. He's definitely, in my opinion against the chargers who they're is just, gonna fuck like, up the show so bad i think on defense yeah he's gonna absolutely shit on them
2: yeah i think i know it's not my segment up but i think that's my boom <laughs> i'd probably say yeah it's just too easy to pick McCaffrey because he's yeah. just he's gonna go the fuck off dude zeke at rv2 i don't know if he's playing is he's still limited in practice on thursday it's something to monitor he can pop in rashad white or pacheco kind of both the are they taking the job type of guys Um, yeah I know what
1: you're saying but I would feel so I I wouldn't have no confidence in starting either of those guys just because
2: it's it's just what he'd have to do you know yeah if
1: if Zeke is injured though out of those two I'd play Rashad I think
2: yeah I would as well um it's the easier matchup and it seems like the reports are it could be a takeover. We'll see. I'm curious like what his Vegas like yards would be, but yeah, it, it's something that I we'll, think
1: they're going to beat the Packers, so I think he's going to have a chance at a goal line opportunity, you know. Mm-hmm. So if he plays, I do think he'll hit around 10 or 11 points, but that's about where he would be.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And then receivers, Evans against Seattle and Terry against Philly. I I don't know about Washington's level of, of success in any capacity against the Eagles really. McLaurin just is better with um Heineke. Heineke. I'd say. Yep. Which is one reason to kind of be happy, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think this is a bad bad group of receivers by any means, but I may like I think these guys. are fine. They're the
1: number one options in their offense, yeah. in my opinion. So as long as they're going to get like the target share for the game, I think that they should be fine plays. I just think that Philly is going to beat Washington pretty bad, so Heineke is going to be airing it out a lot.
2: Yeah, it doesn't mean like Terry won't get his like seven, seven catches, eighty yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. You know, it's like will be non-impact could, yards. They could but... lose forty to seventeen, and he still gets his. You know, so yeah, we'll see. Friar Moose has been great at tight end, just kind of a little tight end nod. Um, Goddard coming off a big week as well, so I don't really know if that matters too much, but just something to note. And then Judy in the flex. um, I'm trying to see if he has any other choices. Well, London's already playing, so he can't do him. But yeah, I'd say that's the only other call. I would play
1: Judy. Yeah, I, I would be fine playing Judy. Tennessee has been pretty bad against the pass this year. They have, they have definitely been less than stellar. So I I think Judy's fine. It seems like he's becoming kind of more used in that offense. Yeah, he had two pretty good Sutton, I think they're so. coming off the bye. You got to think they changed something on the offense in the bye. So. I was just
2: going to ask you, do you think Denver has a better second half here?
1: No. No. Not at all? I, I think like they... What are,
2: what are, what's their record now? And then what do you think they're going to finish? Let me look. I have the schedule up, just so you get the record. But this Tennessee game, tough but winnable, and then Vegas, Carolina, yeah, and then it's just a shit ton of Kansas City and divisional. Yeah, I they're, don't know. They're
1: three and five right now. You don't think there's a world where they can get to nine wins? Let, let me see. So they don't beat Tennessee. They could maybe beat Las Vegas. They could maybe beat Carolina. So just to be nice, we'll give them two, both those wins. They don't beat Baltimore. They don't beat Kansas City. They maybe beat Arizona. So we'll put them at six wins. And then Rams, Kansas City Charter. Yeah. They're, I th- done. Th- yeah, they're I think done. They're at, I'm putting yeah, the I think they're in them. putting the seven or, eight, them. seven or eight wins is where I would put their cap at. Which but is for just Judy, crazy. I think he's, I think he's fine <laughs> start this week, to say the least.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's just very weird that, like, I don't know, I thought it was like a three-week apparition, and then it's just kind of been a full-season storyline, so kind of shocker, bummer for Proc, but yeah, sucks to suck. And then we kind of went through his bench already, anything else to add? Oh, he lost Waller, seemingly, for the year, potentially, he's yeah, on the IR. Yeah, Waller
1: is on the IR, so minimum oh, he had weeks. Waller,
2: and Why did he trade for Waller if he had Fryermuth? he traded for
1: waller and he gave away pollard so he gave away the better dallas running uh, back for the for the worst tight end dang
2: he kind of boofed
1: that yeah i don't understand why cory got bailed out of his terrible two tight end strategy but it still ended up kind of not working for him regardless with yeah whatever but yeah so that's muller's team and then
2: husser just an asshole just two <laughs> empty spots so yeah i this know is what fuck to even say
1: I think uh, a quarterback... Here, I'll just give you options. Yeah, who are the, who's the way who you are? Jimmy G, Jared no, Goff, no. Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr. Um, who's... Taylor Heineke, Matt Stafford, Sam Ellinger. I don't know. Let him
2: fucking figure it
1: out. <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't out even know. Out of all of
1: those guys, Maybe I would Carr? probably i would choose either car or golf but car against indy is
2: uh, jeff saturday as coach like i don't know throw to devonta the raiders kind of
1: suck dude like this i'm aware
2: but i'm just saying out of the options
1: i'd probably play golf against chicago's defense to be honest with you
2: i don't think that's the worst one either but yeah he'll he'll get one of those you're not gonna feel great yeah not not gonna project on an unknown But yeah, his running backs are sick. Dalvin's been good, and then ETN's been awesome the last couple weeks. ETN Kansas City. Hopefully, they're not down too much, and they can keep running it. And then Dalvin against Buffalo. Like, I don't think he's really matchup dependent. They offense kind of runs through him, at least when yeah. I I definitely agree with you there. Yeah,
1: Buffalo does have a good defense against the run, but. The Jets were kind of fine against them last week yeah. and Aaron Jones had success against them so I'm not too I'm not out on Dalvin at all and Travis Etienne yeah I love it he's just so fucking good and I can't believe that they ever made him split touches with James Robinson like he's just such an electric player so yeah he's my boom of the week this week I think he's going to run all over Kansas City I think that's fair and then
2: yeah I don't I don't know if either of them outscore McCaffrey but I think both of them outscore Elliott so it's kind of like exactly. a weird matchup, but... I think
1: ETN could outscore McCaffrey. I'll yeah, put there's that definitely out there a world where day. that happens. I agree I there, just think he's but... too... He's too involved. It's like him and Christian Kirk are literally just their offense in Jacksonville.
2: Yeah. And
1: then CeeDee Lamb and Lockett. You still hate Lamb, right? I hate Lamb. He's my bust of the week again. I just... He's every single week I'm going to choose on his bust of the week because I just <laughs> okay. hate him so much.
2: Tough-ish matchup, but is this uh, Jair Alexander? Is he kind of a fraud? He's kind of chirping a lot. He's going down the he Ramsey storyline.
1: He has fraudulent tendencies, yeah. but they <laughs> they did do well against Detroit's pass catchers last week, so we'll see. They did get gashed by Buffalo and Washington the week before, though. So I, I do I think,
2: think pretty... is just so much better now that you have Dak at quarterback again.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. I, I don't love the matchup for him, and there's not yeah, really anybody else. It's not an else. easy matchup, but I am not gonna give him the bust of the week because I feel like he does well. He already did. Dude, your hand him. is off the piece. No nah. fine, fine. <laughs> but yeah, and then gonna f- somehow find a way to win this matchup. By the way, I don't know how, but he will somehow.
2: I mean, he's got his team's kind of good. <laughs>
1: like,
2: <laughs> he doesn't have it. a quarterback
1: or a flex even set up yet. And I'm like, I, I think mean, he I'll, might win this. Does he have he can put IUK
2: in the flex? And I think that's yeah. fine. And then one of the quarterbacks we said, one of the as much as we were trolling the quarterbacks, I don't think you give up a ton against Kirk Cousins. And no, then, no. like we said, the running backs are fine, and it's the receivers. Lockett against McLaurin, like, I think Lockett can win that. And then Lamb Evans is pretty even. And I don't know, Goddard had a nice game. Like, this team's kind of good. Pretty, really good. This team's Goddard's a really good, good. Yeah. When he's got Burrow in, and then if Mike Williams comes back, like, I think this is a legit contender.
1: Yeah, it is. It sucks, though. <laughs> I don't know how it turned into this, but it did. <laughs> also...
2: He's got like injured guys, but he's the only IR spot he uses for Chris Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> he's just stashing him for the for championship stashing run.
3: A girl, with the IR.
2: <laughs> he's gonna hold on to him. So, yeah, yeah, he still he has no Harris clue, Marshall. but he, he, he... needs <laughs> Terrace Marshall
1: <laughs> and Cade Otten. I don't get. It. He had the game-winning <laughs>
2: touchdown last week. I don't know if you yeah. saw. It was it kind of dope. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was like the it was like the last. The walk-off
2: touchdown right yeah exactly
1: yeah um <laughs> and yeah. robbie
2: anderson gets a <laughs> roster spot but yeah i kind of yeah, yeah. i kind of like i think i'm gonna pick Hauser. i'd say i like the uh as long yeah. as he pops in.
1: i think i think he's gonna put Iuke in, and then any quarterback will probably be fine so yeah i'm gonna pick Hauser too uh,
2: seven and three trump wall here that's yeah that's something. Making up
1: for that last place. He was last place last year, right?
2: Shh, I don't remember. I, I don't even remember Roy. how
1: I finished. I think I might have been bad last year. I don't remember. I think it was him or Troy. But yeah, nice nice showing from Husser so far this year.
2: Alright, next game.
1: Got three left. Yeah, let's go to me versus Curtis, because I, I don't want to wait till the end to talk about mine. Okay. You want to do your team first? Let's go through Curtis first because I don't think Josh Allen's going to play.
2: Yeah, so he's got Danny Dimes, though, against Houston. I imagine they're going to fucking run him.
3: Um, (laughs) That's what
1: sucks is I was like, oh, nice. He's not going to have Josh Allen. And then I saw on his bench that he's playing Danny Dimes, and I'm like, I'm fucked. I think he'll have a nice game against Houston. I think he's going to have a good game against Houston. Yeah, I think they're going to, they're going to, and dude, Dable's going to come out of the bye kind of with like a new he's he's gonna switch the offense up like any any good coach goes into the bye and uses the week to be like all right what is what's what didn't work for us because it's perfect that we lost to seattle before the bye week because it's like all right why was seattle so successful against us you know and they're able they're gonna be able to tweak it so the way i see this game going is i think daniel jones and saquon are gonna run the ball a lot to be honest with you so i think he's a fine start and like it sucks because I'm going to be fucking cheering for him to have a great game. Cause it I don't, fucking, I don't care I, you can't about root it. Yeah. Game, you you know? can't root like, against. Do I love fantasy? Yeah. I love fantasy football, but I want Daniel Jones to have a fucking monster game. And so.
2: then the best thing is there's a world where he can have monster game and he still win. you know, it's exactly, exactly. You can't just root against them all game. Well, but, like um, I would not
1: be surprised if Daniel Jones outscored Justin Herbert this week.
2: Just like a mini rant, like, I don't want your dick to pierce your monitor here, but I was listening to Kafka talk, and he said they did a extremely deep dive into the offense, they've uncovered a lot oh, of I think I saw that potential, today. yeah, they were yeah. just gassing it up, and then just to kind of go back to you, like, our tricks definitely were found out i'd say a little bit against seattle it also just hurt with the banged up line and no bellinger also huge in like our jumbo sets which we run a fair amount but um i think they're gonna get more creative than just kind of the bootlegs where you cut the field in half and dump it off to the tight end or run i think we're gonna see some fun stuff houston pretty bad defense aside from the rookie corners which are nice or not, I think
1: Holiday is going to get used, dude, because there's just been a lot of positive news around him. And he's almost been by practicing. default, but I'm I'm not going to sit on here on a public forum and <laughs> say I don't think I'm he's excited for Holiday. Crazy. I don't think he's going to have some crazy game, but like it would be good to have someone like He's two catches on the year. It, it, it'll help. I mean, a
2: fucking... I don't want to say anything too bad, but basically any bum off the street would, would help significantly so we'll see I, I think we'll be able to run all over them they gave up like 400 yards rushing to tennessee like two weeks ago yeah. so i i think i think danny's a good start well we went on a we went way off <laughs> way off track there. i mean but. it's hard
1: not to talk about the greatest team ever
2: yeah and
1: then running backs i'm a little worried
2: about swift he kind of had a pedestrian game last week i I don't know if they'll ever give him bell bell cow carries just because he does get banged up.
1: They have a and capable two. He he's. I'm gonna say it. I think he's the number two, and he's my bust of the week this week. DeAndre Swift. Wow, against yeah. Chicago, the, Jamal it's Williams. A com- it's a comfy qual-
2: matchup, though.
1: Yeah, that's why why it's it's such a kind of shit position to be in because the matchup is great. For a guy of DeAndre Swift's caliber, but he had twenty. He had he got out carried by Jamal Williams, twenty two touches last week. Bill, yeah. it's not like they didn't really use either running back. Like he got significantly less carries, and he's supposed to be healthy. So it's either he's not healthy, or for whatever reason, with the the team that they have in Detroit right now, they think Jamal Williams is the better option for them to to get the kind of offense going. So yeah, yeah chicago's a great matchup he I, if it was the f- first week of the season or second week of the season i would have been like yeah he's gonna go the fuck off but for whatever reason he's got to be hurt still is my he thought is. I, I, he's, I think he's that gotta is be playing hurt and they they just want are limiting his snaps because like to only give five touches to a guy and he's performing with the five touches like eight points on five touches is like a really good return but you drafted the guy to be like you're RB1, you know? yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he lucked into it with Stevenson, but with Stevenson on the bye like he is, he's got like a huge hole here at running back. Yeah, and
2: he got McKinnon off the waiver wire. Otherwise, he would have been pretty screwed with like a Naheem Hines start here. Um
1: I don't
3: know. If I McKinnon, think McKinnon really
1: does a ton for me either. I don't know if that gets really me I just don't see going. a world where Jacksonville keeps pace with Kind of Kansas City, so. Yeah, but like, how I much don't, of that I, goes I to that, McKinnon? I know that's what I mean. So it's like, I would, like, I wouldn't be shocked if McKinnon outscored Swift this week. Interesting. I, like, he could potentially get a touch. Like, that's the thing. Like, Kansas City likes him for whatever reason. They do use him. Like, I, I don't think he should be getting cut touches over Clyde Edwards air but. Andy Reid's a lot smarter than me, so clearly he sees something here. I, I don't know. The, the The running backs are gross though. Like I, I don't, I don't have too strong of an opinion on either. Yeah. I it, think it's a little gross. Morality, so. It's a yeah. little gross. Uh,
2: let's go to the receivers. AJ Brown probably huge against Washington. Back, yeah. You might expect a thirty out of that. So I'd say be aware of that. You, I definitely think you got to have, have, have a lead Monster going lead. into Monday night. So. Yeah, that, that would be scary. And then Alan Lazard is definitely... I don't know if you watched a ton of this, but Lazard looked good as hell. Um, he kind of had a bullshit OPI, called back another big play for him, but when, when he's there, he's clearly, clearly, clearly the number one. And I think Dobbs yeah. is also out, so I expect yeah, him to Dobbs be is pretty out. good. And it's like, are the Packers ever going to figure it out? Is that another dead team? Or, like, how many... How many nails are we putting in the coffin of these guys? You think they're
1: I think the Packers are out. Yeah, I, I they have to play Dallas this week, Tennessee, Philly in the next three weeks. Okay, yeah, they're done. Maybe they they go one and two in that three. So yeah, they're pretty they're pretty much done. The second, like after those three games, they do have winnable games, so like they could go like on a mini run, but they should play Jordan think... Love for those and just troll Rodgers. <laughs> but yeah, I don't see them getting more than eight wins this year. Yeah, and I mean that, I think it's kind of need nine or ten in the in the NFC.
2: It looks they like they just
1: lost. They've they've now lost four or five games in a row, so it's just like. We keep saying every week, like, oh, the, like the Giants no, they, are a get, missed right. All the their get, right, get games, right for the yeah. Packers. The Jets are get right for the Packers. The Commanders are a get right for the Packers. Detroit, like. Detroit is a get right for, you know, like, <laughs> eventually it's just like, you know, they're just not fucking good. Like, it's so hard to say, but, you know, Roger sucks. I was right. He's a fucking bomb, and Peyton Manning's better than him.
2: <laughs> and then Gerald Everett, he was good last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, It's fine. Five or 36. It's fine. I I think he'll be in that area again with the receivers out. So I think that's a fine tight end start. Metcalf, can't believe he's fucking still playing. He scored again last week. Probably a good game against Tampa Bay. We'll see. It, It seems like Lockett is the guy that I would want personally in that offense. Just more possession not as TD dependent, but,
1: I, don't I mean, think Flex is still helped. nice. Yeah, he's doing well, yeah, like, he's he's the wide receiver 18 on the year, so. Yeah, you so draft. he's a wide receiver Kurt, 2. Kirk got him, like, as a wide receiver 3. Yeah, he was, like, a 5th or 6th
2: round pick, probably. So,
1: yeah, I think, I think Metcalf is completely fine, and I've never been more right about anything in my entire life than that he was still going to be good with Geno Smith. So, I'll remind you of that every single week. Yeah, that's fine.
2: And then bench, yeah, he's kind of screwed with the the chase and Stevenson out. But overall, I think he's fielding a decent lineup. It's just the RBs are ugly. The RBs yeah. are kind of ugly. But yeah, I think I think it's I think this is a fun team. I'm excited for Daniel Jones. Honestly, yeah. Right? Anytime, he's in, sta- anytime he's in a start, anytime he's in a starting lineup, funny. I get a little jazzed. <laughs> but yeah, I I like this team. And then we'll go over to you. Herbert against San Fran, we talked about this already. I, I don't know if I'm expecting a ton. No, I'm not expecting much at all, to be honest with you. You just gotta keep playing him though. It's just like you took him high enough, it's you just gotta keep putting him out. I there. had
1: the same issue with Mahomes last year, dude. Is that I took Mahomes high and like he still had a good year, but like he had such inconsistent weeks last year for fantasy that it fucking sucked. And then I did it again this year but with Justin Herbert. So he's eventually going to get right like they said the rib injury was like a 6 week thing and it's been about 6 weeks now. So I'm hoping he's a little bit more healthy. It's just he had the matchup of all matchups last week against Atlanta and didn't do shit. So it's just super hard to get excited about him, but he's too good to trade him because he could win me my week any week. So yeah, yeah you yeah, got to hold I'm, on to him especially like if you're trying to get
2: back in this like yeah let's not give away a potentially huge part of that uh um, yeah i agree with you but yeah saquon against houston should be good i think that's better than both of the running backs he has there gibson against philly i don't know if that's super great
1: but you gotta do what you gotta do with mixing on the buy would you you play him over melvin gordon would you play melvin i i just have no faith nah go gibson to get the running game this week against tennessee you don't know what denver's backfield
2: looks like uh they had the buy last week and then they've added uh chase edmonds so it seemed like they didn't like melvin much to begin with it's melvin chase Edmonds and then they have someone else who i'm forgetting about uh
1: they had demarco murray no no i (laughs) said demarco murray Murray. in a retirement home yeah i'm i'm big Nah, you're Uh, good latavius murray
2: yeah uh, you you did you did help me get there but yeah so i i don't know i don't know what denver's backfield looks like I, i think gibson's the better start but you're, you're, he's going against McKinnon, so I, I yeah, think, and I don't really have a
1: huge deficit there. Yeah. I think where I have the deficit is it's probably the receivers. It's wide receiver one, yeah. It's it's receivers and flex. So Amon Ra, like, I don't know, he is a great receiver. It's just like last week against Green Bay was such a low scoring game that I wasn't expecting. I do like him a lot this week against Chicago. I think he can kind of get back to because he was injured. He was injured, he had the bye, and then they played the Dallas defense. So I think he. I like his chances of getting a touchdown and like, five-plus catches this week. So I'm fine with him. And then Joshua Palmer, I love Joshua Palmer. Because even if Herbert sucks, like, this guy is, like, the number one option in the offense. Because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are down. And Justin Herbert will at least provide value to a pass catcher, I think.
2: Yeah, I think he can match your Allen Lazard. Yeah, then, so do uh, I. You you kinda of sold me a bit on Amon Ra. It's just he's kinda of let you down in some big spots in the past. Something to be I think AJ's more of a safe bet, but Amon Ra can definitely get his. I think the scary thing is Gabe Davis with a backup yeah. quarterback when Gabe Davis was already kind of inconsistent, he's such a let's say. Bust guy. Yeah. Um you don't this really. Is a have spot where I, really like, I don't yeah. say I wouldn't say Wandale, <laughs> like
1: no I, this is spot where I, I needed Garrett wilson to start you know but i still yeah. do like my chances this week because i do think Njoku is a pretty good option at tight end coming off the he was he got injured in his last game he played but he's kind of going off you know three weeks of rest now had the bye it seems like for all intents and purposes he's going to play And I also don't mind Greg Dulcich as an option if he doesn't go because Russell Wilson has been using him in the passing game. So I think for tight end, I'm pretty pretty fine with my options there. And then I think Eagles defense is just going to shit on Washington, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, we don't take defense into account probably enough. But, um, yeah, I I think this is a close game. I I think you both kind of filled your lineups for the most part. I think your holes... um, flex and then his is kind of rb2 um yeah we'll see i'll pick you because i want you to kind of stay hot and then i also kind of have an outside shot at the division so i'd like you to beat kurt but yeah i do need this so i'm gonna have to pick myself yeah i mean it's kind (laughs) of not do or die but you can only have probably two more losses so exactly this would be a big one if you could take down one of the top teams so yep Best of luck to you, sir. And then uh, we'll see what happens.
1: Algae Air just had a nice carry to the outside there. Just an update for you. And
2: then let's do... I guess we'll do Proc versus Wells. And then we'll do me last. Um, Wells, just kind of what happened
1: is kind of
2: my story here. It's it's kind of crazy. He's got a
1: bunch of guys at running back, but not the guy. Yeah, how I put it. A bunch of guys who I thought looked great in the beginning of the year, and I still th- think Cordero. Don't get me wrong, I do, I do think Cordero's still a great option, but Montgomery really fell off. Raheem Mostert isn't doing great. Clyde Edwards had such a great beginning of the year, and yeah. they're just I don't understand the Chiefs. They were just like, "No, you're not touching the ball anymore." Even though you're doing so well, it, it it makes no sense to me. So, I think that's his issue. I do love Cordero and the Miles Sanders still, but they're not like you know, they're not going to consistently give you like those twenty point weeks, is what I would say. I'm surprised
2: he didn't go harder to get a receiver. I'd say with all the running back depth the entire time. I I think I let's go in order. I mean, Mahomes against Jacksonville's probably fucking massive like i think that's a huge game waiting yeah. to happen which is great news and then Montgomery Detroit you like if he's ever going to get going it's this game but you've kind of said the Montgomery versus Herbert's stats kind of ad nauseum at this point so
1: i don't yeah yeah I, it's weird i i, I don't love it but yeah you're right like he should be able to produce on 15 carries against detroit and he'll definitely get a goal line look so i I think he's fine this week it's just long term yeah like i i just think khalil herbert's better so you know we'll see and then cordero i think is fine as a start like he's the number one option there but i mean we're start looking at the game right now and obviously it's yeah. not going that well second half but three points i would have said before the game that he would have had a fine game against yeah
2: Carolina. no i agree so i'm not really gonna use yeah the i'm not gonna hold that against him but yeah um i i think the issue with him has just been devo's underperformance and inconsistency The injuries Um, to Devo have really fucked him the last few weeks. And Devontae had such an awesome first half. I thought he was going to have, like, the. I thought he was going to have.
1: Yeah, I thought he was going to set, like, an NFL record for
2: catches and yards. (laughs) And then he kind of just slowed down. Devontae's still awesome. I think this will be another good spot against him, or a spot for him. There's no one else to
1: throw the ball to now. Yeah, Renfro, IR as well. Renfro uh, and Waller, Waller. both from IR. Mm -hmm. So it's literally him and. Is that Afro yes. guy, uh, Matt Collins? I had to start yeah. him
2: one time, and
1: he got yeah, zero. So, yeah, this is a great spot for Devonte Adams, especially in a game where like the Raiders are getting embarrassed all year. Like I'm sure they would love to just bring it to Jeff Saturday or this week. Yeah, I feel like that's not being talked about enough. Just
2: like they literally hired like just they hired ESPN like ESPN analyst. <laughs> Why did yeah. they just hire someone who's on the staff? because they because it makes reich, no sense that's right cool. that's like fired, us hiring
1: eli manning because <laughs> reich fired his offensive coordinator and then got fired so they they didn't want to give There's it to no the like defensive
2: coach or someone like yeah they didn't want to give it someone, to Gus like Bradley. well, plays. well now they're like, i'm sure coach. he knows about football but he's
1: a center like he just needs to snap the ball it's like is he a play caller (laughs)
2: like does he know defense i don't
1: know but i loved the thread on reddit today where it was like if jeff saturday is successful this is going to start a horrible trend for the nfl yeah because the nfl is such a copycat league and like you (laughs) would see something like yeah we're bringing eli manning in as the offensive coordinator you know (laughs) like you would see something like that Peyton Manning would get granted like the key to the city in Denver and also would be able to take over the entire offense in front office like I, I don't know <laughs> it would just be funny but yeah we'll we'll see and then so bring it back to Devo Samuel this is a big spot for him this week like it's I think now or never back, I think he's going to come back and the Chargers defense stinks so he should have a good like I think San Francisco is going to ha- I think they're going to destroy Los Angeles this week so <laughs> uh yeah i think debo wells needs this win this week so yeah he's
2: he's at six losses he's he's gotta go you know
3: yeah Um, and then miles sanders i
1: think is a great player i think he's a great start and he's gonna probably i would say he would outscore chase claypool in the flex position this week if you were to ask me
2: yeah i again wells's lineup kind of looks good every week and he just keeps losing like he just gets a random dud
1: from a different crucial guy every week yeah and like debo being injured he's kind of gotten fucked by that um like in an ideal world like you said like earlier in the year maybe he would have traded a running back when they were like at their peak and then he's starting miles Sanders. You know what? He also had Cordero hurt for so long, too. Yeah, Cordero just yeah, came he, back last year. He's week. really getting fucked by the injuries, it seems like, this year. Just like a constant rotating door at running back. Because Montgomery was hurt, Cordero was hurt, Debo Samuel's been hurt. So, yeah, he's just had pretty shit luck there this year. Um.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying, so... We'll see if he kinda of can get a run going here. It seems like there's a three and six team that gets in every year kind of thing. So Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes agree, it's yeah, wells, honestly. That. And then he comes in. I mean, I wouldn't love playing this team like in a playoff game, honestly, but it's it, it's an uphill battle to get there. So we'll see. Let's go over to Proc. Justin Fields had like a huge game last year last week and he can do it again against Detroit. Like Proc really might have yeah i know on a great quarterback walked himself the, into a qb1 for the rest who of the did year he draft
1: that he didn't Matt draft stafford Ross. oh stafford
2: yes yes yes
1: yeah so Justin feels my boom of the week this week so i think he's Ooh. just gonna stay in the flames dude i we said it early i said it early in the year i had like an adamant fucking rant about how chicago like is ruining him right now and how i didn't think he was as bad as he was playing I was. we basically i think you remember like we talked about it like I was like, I hate defensive head coaches. And I was going off about Matt Eberflus just not using him and Khalil Herbert like the way they should be used. Um, I guess he's listening to me and me only because, like, the the Chicago offense like, actually been fun to watch the last few weeks. And it seems like they're like, okay, let's, like, actually play to the strengths of our players as opposed to just trying to make them play whatever offensive scheme they want.
2: No, i completely agree i i think some of it there i i know that all the praise is coming for chicago now for like changing their ways like the the big touchdown run like that was just him just Dude, running he's just out an and making a play. like i and this is it, kind of what West i wanted to last stuff year. but then i think they're getting credit for but yeah he's fully unleashed now i will see how it goes um yeah
1: like, fortunately, yeah. Daniel Jones is playing really good this year, but I... If you remember last year around draft time, like, I was like, yo, why don't we take this? Like, he's... I, I thought he was fucking awesome, so... I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I love that he's playing well, because... Honestly, it's just, like... I don't have any, like, rivalry or hate with Chicago, so I just want... you yeah, know, like just been something wanna... like, the same time we have, so it's, like... Anyone who gets out of the yeah. bottom, like, word. Like... I would just love to see them get, like, a quarterback, because, like, the last... Good quarterback they had was like that. What like two years of Jay Cutler, you know? Yeah, and I wouldn't even say. Yeah, he he made the NFC Championship game, and then he let the he like took himself out of the game because he was hurt. Like couldn't play. Sat there on the bike all sad the whole time. Yeah, sat there. Yeah, dude, I'll (laughs) never forget (laughs) that because I was like, that Chicago team was good enough to beat Green Bay that that year, and they fucking couldn't. So, um,
2: then running backs, Najee just bad 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 he has no yeah. runs uh over 20 yards all year yep. and like 110 carries or something it's crazy I think I'm gonna... I, I can... you were very right i, I want to go i think um if we're struggling for some content in like the later weeks or championship week we should go back and listen to the uh the first episode oh we should kind have like a best of, yeah.
1: best of takes and worst of. i, I could takes. chop that, that together Um, We'll see if I actually cash that. Yeah, I (laughs) I didn't. I literally was so bullish on how he wasn't going to have a good year. this Yeah, I I couldn't believe it. I'm 100% hit rate on bust of the week with him. So I'm just going to continue doing that because he literally it's like you said, he does not have a single carry over 20 yards this year. Like imagine a world where Daniel Jones, I think Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Najee Harris on the year as well. So it's if somebody possible, told you that before, the, but... if someone told you that before the year that Daniel Jones at the halfway mark of the season would have more rushing yards than Najee Harris, like you would have been like no fucking way. So yeah, he's he's a big bust this year. the The offensive line there in Pittsburgh is bad. Their offensive coordinator is terrible. Like I'm shocked that he hasn't been fired yet. And it seems like all the news coming out of there is like Jalen Warren, the backup running back there, is gonna like start seeing some carries, like that he and he has looked better than Najee in the touches he's gotten so Mike Tomlin's not a guy who's gonna be like oh I drafted you in the first round so I have to run you into the ground he's gonna play if if every week in practice this guy's looking better he's gonna play that better player
2: yeah I agree I I do think proc kind of still needs to start him unfortunately because he's got Kenyon Drake on the bye and then we don't really know what Latavius DeMarco Murray um is gonna do in Denver so, I mean, you do just have to keep rolling them out. Um, but, yeah. And then Jacobs, he's coming back down to earth of late, but I think this is still a fine start. Like, I I, I like the Raiders in general this, this week. Like, we, yeah. we shit talked Indy enough. But um,
1: so while I was fu- right about Najee Harris... You were wrong about Jacobs. I was wrong 100%. about Jacobs, yeah. yeah. I did it's like that he was getting a kind of... I, I did say, like, Seven. I did like that he was getting a shit ton of touches, but I thought the Raiders were just bad when we originally thought coming into the year they'd be you good. You still
2: were right that they were bad, um, but he's been good, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he's he's been great, and I think he's in this is his contract year, right? So he's probably going to be continuing I, to just get run into the ground.
2: I by don't know them. if they used his fifth year. I believe uh, the wild thing is so Jacobs. I think was like the junior or senior when Najee was the freshman, and then I remember being like Najee's so
1: much better than Josh Jacobs. Like they were yeah. both
2: on Alabama. I um, do remember
1: that they had like a crazy. It was them who Damian Harris was there too, right?
2: Uh, maybe right. I don't know if it was the. This was like I think the Damian- twenty nineteen team. This was when I was living with uh, Tom and Lon, but trying to think who they played yeah and like two it was the
1: quarterback and stuff um yeah but yeah. yeah i remember because they had like an insane backfield no back i then. mean they, they definitely pump them out i mean they they always do but obviously i, I i'm pretty sure it was damian harris I, I i don't know how to check easily but i i believe he was there as well yeah um but yeah
2: i think that's a great matchup that's the thing i I think Proc kind of still has the advantage. Oh, my God, he missed Pitts wide open. Um, I think...
1: That's Mariota.
2: I think he still has the weird, like, advantage at running back, despite us kind of do-doing Najee. I I think Jacobs is the one guy who can
1: really boom out of four of these guys. Yeah, so Um, while Najee is my bus and Fields is my boom, uh, I do think Jacobs will be fine. So I think he's probably... Like, what makes it up for Proc... As well as the fact that he has Justin Fields who runs the ball. So, like, Najee having a bad week isn't going to kill him.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Then receivers, Diggs against Min, Soda, I don't know why I was going to um, fucking shorten that to Min. I've never said that before. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the same thing
1: with the backup quarterback. We'll see if he's still. He'll be fine. It's Case Keenum. He's got a. True, true. The him. rapport yeah he's gonna have a good week i'll just i'll i'll I'll, I'll, because i didn't know if you knew it was case keenum there so no i I did hear. i figured that would change your opinion
2: no you're right you're right i didn't didn't mean to kind of start down that path so yeah i think that's fine i don't know if he can keep pace with Devontae. we'll see but that's a dope receiver matchup and then sutton against tennessee sutton's just been bad um, he's
1: been so bad you gotta have almost no confidence starting him at this point
2: props just addicted to broncos yeah i
1: think pro- he actually offered me sutton for jeff wilson a few weeks ago too if i remember correctly yeah he's just yeah with higgins on the bye
2: i don't know maybe and he's got claypool in the flex i don't know do you get Gallup or micole hardman in this lineup like what do you do i would never
1: feel good starting micole hardman <laughs> that's fair I, and... I it took me five years or four years to drop him from my dynasty team <laughs> four years this is a from of a guy who owned it for four years just for him to finally go off in the in the two weeks I don't have him so I just have no confidence in Nicole hardman <laughs> I, like they they get him like they scheme ways to get him the ball in like odd situations but I, I don't know I'm not I don't love it yeah no that the The bottom of this lineup leads a little
2: to be desired. Thing is, again, Ertz tight end one, I believe, Earth uh, three, I lied. Um, but still, that that could be that can help cut into a potential deficit a little bit. But yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's got like yeah, like hole fillers here. You're, you're right about that. Like he does have advantages in, in random positions, but I don't. I'm leaning Wells. I'm kind of leaning proc. I, I'm leaning proc just because I think Justin Fields is going to have a good game. And for whatever reason, like, I think Ch- Chase Claypool, I think, could have a good game this he week. He didn't too. last week is the
3: reason i Yeah, but that was his afraid, first, but...
1: first week in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I try not to put a lot of value into that. I would much rather play Chase Claypool than Latavius Murray and Gallup as well. So, I... Yeah, I'm going to take proc. I'm sorry it took me so long to decide that. I'm going to take proc. He He has a huge hole. If if Debo Samuel plays, he has a huge hole at wide receiver two, in my opinion. So if he loses this week, it's probably going to be at wide receiver two and at RB1, because Najee Harris, I'm assuming, is his RB1 technically. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying, but. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll still go wells. You got booms and busts before we dip over?
1: Yeah, it was both on Prox team. It was yes. yes. Is the boom and, and Harris. Harris okay. bust.
2: Cool. Let's go over to me and then I think that's the last game, right? Yeah. Cool. Um start with oh, Corey. Oh London,
1: the touchdown.
2: Yeah, that was sick. He got wow. popped in the head too. Yeah. Um, let's start with Corey. We could just make fun of him a little bit if you want. How's that sound?
1: No, I'm not going to make fun of him. I can't. I've already, I've already made fun of him a lot, and I just don't need the bad karma when I need to win this week.
2: Fair enough. Uh, Gino Smith against Tampa. That's Gino's been really good. Um, I'm surprised he's doing it against his own team, but you got to do what you got to do.
3: Yeah,
1: Gino's good. Gino's kind of good. Gino's just kind of good. Which is pretty crazy but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nfl right now so
2: i can't believe that but yeah he's
1: fine against tampa bay tampa bay's defense is rather fraudulent the last few weeks they've only really showed up against the rams and the falcons in the last five weeks like both those offenses kind of suck so yeah i I i think that he's a fine start geno smith this week like Especially if he's able to shake off pick sixes like he did last week. like He's just like, alright, fuck it. like And then he just went out there and, and just balled out still in that game.
2: Real quick, you got Koo, right?
1: Yeah, I do. Dude, yeah, he you just shanked the
2: extra point.
1: Dude, he misses all the time. <laughs> I don't understand that guy. Um.
2: Okay, then moving on to Taylor. Looks like he's back against the Raiders. I kind of hope it's just half... Capacity back because if Zeke's out, then Pollard that kind of makes a decently I'll give scary you, running um, back group.
1: I'll give you some comfort in that Jonathan Taylor is my bust of the week this week.
2: Oh, nice. So he's Dude, done for
1: how, how, what do the Raiders have anything else to worry about in Indianapolis besides him? You know, yeah, he hasn't been good, he's nursed, coming off an injury. They have Jeff saturday as their head coach jeff saturday and a offensive coordinator who was a grad assistant five years ago billy calling plays so i just don't see a world where indianapolis like has a good showing on offense so yeah is this them just intensely tanking you think like no jim or is a maniac and in his mind he really does think that this was the best option It's. (laughs) yeah, it's <laughs> there's one thing you can say about jim or is like he's like such a public owner and like he has no skeletons in his closet like he's just like completely open about like everything and like he doesn't give a fuck what bad shit is out there about him and like i think in his mind he legitimately was like Hey, me and Jeff had a good time drinking some beers last weekend when I saw him. Maybe he could coach this team. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and he'll legitimately. There's something
2: admirable about that, honestly. The
1: Colts have been good, like, you know, the last two decades. They've been a pretty solid team. So it's worked, I guess. So I I, I just don't see a world, I guess, where they do well on offense or you get excited about this. So I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> unless Jeff Saturday is some kind of football savant I don't see them being that good this week
2: yeah I, I hope not Pollard does scare me a little bit I think he's really good and then I think
1: he... they're gonna have to use him against Green Bay too because I think I think yeah uh, honestly their their receiving options outside of CD Lamb have not been that great this year Gallup's kind of underperformed and then after Gallup it's kind of a bunch of like nobodies you know yeah so I think he, if anything, should have a good game this week, probably over the air would be my guess. Or they just find ways to get him the ball in space. You know, like he's he's too good to not be used at this point. Yeah, no
2: doubt. So it, it's a nice running back duo. There's no denying that. Um, we'll see what happens. And then, as always with Corey, it's a, it's a fun ride with the receivers, receivers. here. He's got Cooper against Miami. I've kind of been hyping up this Cleveland upset all weeks or all uh, all pods so far. Yeah, so. you have. We'll see. Um, Cooper's. It seems like when when he plays him, he's bad. And when he sits him, he's good. He he's been good the past. Honestly, he's only had two bad weeks. So just yeah. week one and then against Atlanta. So like, kind of in the obvious spots, Carolina, Atlanta. He has no points, and then. He's in 20s for most of the other time. So we'll see. I think he'll be
1: successful against Miami, to be honest with you. Yeah, I I got to expect some points
2: there, but we'll see. And then Juju against Jacksonville, probably another good game, honestly. I I think, yeah.
1: I mean, at this point, I feel like with Juju, you just got to stay in the flames. It seems like they're using him a lot. So I think he's fine, especially against Jacksonville. They don't really have a necessarily good defense. So he should be fine this week. I mean, he's getting 12, 12 targets, 8 targets, 5 targets, and he's got two touchdowns in the last three weeks. So unless, you know, young Joker comes in and has, like, the absolute best week of his life i think Juju's kind of involved in this offense now i'd
2: almost rather juju just does it to me in fantasy than watching that fucking jack oh my god Ter-
1: terrace marshall Jr. i'm watching like 50 him yard catch. It looks like michael irvin <laughs> in the 88 wrong. yeah i can't believe it but, um, but yeah going then, on i guess
3: yeah, go olave,
1: olave I, I mean i love he's just been great all year and i think he's probably gonna be fine Against Pittsburgh, the only issue would be if TJ Watt is back and they literally just have no ability to get the ball out, you know? Which is what I'm hoping for. My beef with
2: Olave is he's always the only person to make puns about on Corey's team for the two minutes, and then Olave is just, like, the hardest thing to make puns with because it's just, like, an unnatural name and a weird (laughs) pronunciation. And I'm just like uh lava like ole uh <laughs> leave da, 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 and i i just always have nothing so hopefully he stops being the high scorer on his team at 16 every week so we'll would see do you, i think w- his would you
1: rather play godwin or devonta smith over him anybody in Corey's lineup
2: no right maybe devonta uh, godwin godwin is permanently 12 or 12 to 14 so i don't know
1: yeah, you got to hate
2: he he's got to go. He's got to go eight. boom to beat me. So I wouldn't go Godwin. Yeah. I Devonte's targets could Oof. be good. Um we'll see what he does though, but Yeah, I, I don't think he's putting out a terrible lineup honestly, which is a little bit scary, but it also would no. be really dope to beat him and then give him that seventh loss and kinda cook if him.
3: Zeke
1: if Zeke plays or if Zeke doesn't play, then I think you are probably a little bit more concerned. Uh, but I just, I'm just not expecting big things from Jonathan Taylor this week. So you probably still end up being fine, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, we can go down me now. Um, yeah. Kyler against the Rams, like, eh, it's not great. Like, the, the Cardinals are just so frustrating to watch because it seems like they play, like, one good quarter and then three bad ones. And then you just yeah, pray Kyler do against, well him.
1: against the, he didn't do well against the Rams when they played earlier in the year. Yeah, Ugh, it's just I think with Hopkins back that Kyler's just a fine start. And he's know?
2: and he's been running so so much more uh, lately as well, which helps. So he'll
1: keep pace with Geno. I don't think you have any sort of deficit there. Yeah, that's the
2: thing. I, I ideally I don't know. He's QB six. It's not like I have like a scrub, but he hasn't had like any weak winner um yeah. performances at all which you kind of would want from like a running quarterback but yeah yeah that's kyler it is what it is chubb i really wish fucking um what's his name Hunt got traded but yeah chubb's still a beast i don't really care
1: he's having such an awesome year this year he's that, so yeah. good He's he's going to um, fucking go off against Miami.
2: Yeah, in my upset alert the the Browns <laughs> against
1: Miami. Yeah. And then Kenneth Walker also good. Um Yeah, I love Kenneth Walker again this week. Tampa Bay's defense is trying to turn out to be fraudulent against like actually good teams. Um so I think he's a fine start this week and like I had him as my boom of the week last week and he fucking went the fuck off against Arizona. Um so I think he's just going to continue to do well and I can't believe I'm saying it like I'm saying Tampa Bay's defense is fraudulent about against good teams and they're playing the Seattle Seahawks. Imagine thinking that before Pre-season, coming into the season, yeah. Like Seattle is a legitimately good team. Like they you know a team is good when as each week goes by they continue to get better. And like Seattle just like continues to get better, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, credit to them, really. Like <laughs> the the Giants are a nice story, but like Seattle was actually supposed to be yeah. like the number one overall pick, and they're very good. So yeah, love. That's off it. to them. Love
1: it for Pete Carroll because I do like Pete Carroll a lot,
2: and it's just dope. It just gives everyone hope. Like you hit on like five guys in the draft, and then boom, like. Yep. back <laughs> you know yeah so. if you have
1: a good draft like literally it's crazy they, all
2: like, their guys are contributing dude so. you hit
1: on three guys and that's considered like a good draft you know yeah
2: so good for kenny um and then yeah and then jefferson against the bills ideally fine i am just scared of the kurt cousins letdown. like jefferson has had a couple just straight duds but he's been great of late so hopefully he keeps that going and then Hopkins against the Rams. Kind of more of the same. He had a slightly down week last week with the 13, but... I um, did kind
1: of say that, too. I was like, I would temper your expectations against... No,
2: I, I understand he wasn't going to get Hopkins. 30 all week, all year, yeah. but... Um, but he gave
1: you enough that it's like... 13.6 out of your wide receiver, too. Like, if you just don't look at the name, you're just like, that's completely fine with me. So, for whatever... for the. For the hold of Hopkins, like it's definitely working out. For yeah, you.
2: I, I understand he's not Hopkins old, but he's still pretty damn good. Yeah. Pitts just continues to kill me. I hate him. He uh, could have had a touchdown. Yeah, in game. I'm fully ready to switch to Hurst. It's, I was ready this week. I was like, okay, enough's enough, and then I Hurst is on tight the bye. Ends,
1: Billy. I don't know if we can make any sort of deal, but I do have some tight ends that you could potentially want over Hurst
2: i don't know we'll see um yeah and then hill against cleveland hill's just perma start he's awesome yeah
1: he's also my boom of the week this week for you because i mean he's just it's ridiculous how much better he's been than every other wide receiver in the nfl this year it's insane dude yeah he's dope um like if he doesn't have 100 yards in a week i'm like oh like wow they must have done a good job against him this week you know like He's just absolutely shitting on teams, and Cleveland has been so bad that I just, I, I have no problem. Like I know the dud weeks like,
2: are potentially coming at some point, but as long as they all just don't happen at the same time, like I just got to keep it rolling. Like I, yeah, I, I still I, don't have a ton of wiggle room. I still need to keep winning, like to get in. But
1: um, I think yeah. you're fine. The only thing I would be curious about because we don't talk about defense, but I don't know if I would go with the Giants this week. To be honest with you, I think there David was Pierce, no other options really.
2: You can no, look at okay. it. I I grabbed them and then we got Detroit next week, so I figured it's fine. I stashed yeah. the Steelers with uh, TJ Watt coming back. I'm hoping they're just good as hell again, and they have like Indy, Atlanta. Right? Uh,
1: yeah, I would. I wouldn't play any. Yeah, I wouldn't play any of these defenses over the Giants. So you're yeah, right.
2: no, nah, it, it was definitely ugly. Um, But, yeah, it just kind of needed to be done. I, I I don't think they'll kill me, but
1: it's what You it kind of need to lock into it. I, I don't think they're going to kill you, but I I expect them to only have, like, five or six points just because I think they'll the game will be low scoring. It's just they might give up a shit ton of yards, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, it's defense.
2: Like, yeah. I, I don't expect 20 from it every week. Yeah, I want five or six most weeks, you know. Yeah, it's... you basically
1: just have to get lucky that whatever defense you ended up getting, like if by you have, and a random like... get a touchdown. Yeah, so yeah, I th- I don't think they're gonna. It makes or breaks your week. I still am comfortably picking you to win this matchup. Word, um, yeah, I picked me too. The
2: pits dug right now. Hundred and thirty projection, but... dude. That's crazy. It's down now with uh pits at two, but. Is what it is, um, and yeah, and that's all the games. Uh, want to talk Giants real quick, and then we can get out of here.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I, I think it's just like for the Giants, like we got a little bit healthier over the bye week, and we did a lot of kind of retooling. So we'll see what they look like. I do think I'd be extremely upset if we come out this week and put up a dud against Houston, though. I I, I doubt it. But, like, coming off the bye against a weak opponent at home, like, if you're a good team, you win these games. So, I'm thinking that the Giants have potentially, like, a two-score win this week for the first time, it feels like, in a decade. Um, So, yeah, I I do like the Giants this week. I think uh, it really comes down to how well Damian Pierce plays against us because I'm not scared of Davis Mills at all. See, like, I kind of was... Once McKinney
2: fucking flipped off the ATV, like... That My was... mind started going in some dark places that the the other shoes about to drop or I don't know what the fuck the phrase is, but um, yeah, we're gonna come back down to reality. Which I mean, we we have been somewhat waiting for the entire year. Yeah, but like you said, like I think it's just I haven't seen us play <laughs> in a while, and yeah. then when we did, like I haven't seen us win in three weeks now because um the bye the Seattle game and then the week prior um i, I just got to keep trusting dable that like you said yeah. off a buy should be ready to go we can run all over this fucking team like come
1: out oh, with something creative I, that's, control that's the time why I'm yeah i think we're going to be able to move the ball effectively against houston they they have a very bad defense so and i think w- we, we should be fine we've played good running backs the entire year and like
2: we get gashed by the random ones when like we did well we did fine against kenneth walker did fine against like derrick henry like when it when it is one guy to key in on it's fine like we we got gashed against like uh the ravens like when it's lamar or like something more complicated like that we got gashed by like etn um Uh,
1: yeah uh, i don't know etn and the ravens are the only team who really kind of like enforce their will in the running game on us seattle didn't really have a great game like literally seattle has that touchdown from Kenneth walker at the end of the game because richie james like fumbles the ball you know like otherwise that that touchdown isn't probably doesn't happen in the game
2: yeah so. i i don't know i i think we should be able to comfortably keep them below 20 and i think we should be able to comfortably score above 20 and then like that's all you really need to do so Hopefully, we keep it rolling. It, it's just scary. Like, these next two, I really want to win. And it's like the first time where we're. First time in a while where we're like comfortably expected to
1: win. So I just don't really know how to handle it. Like. I, I just don't see a world where we make the playoffs unless we win these two games, to be honest with you. I mean, I,
2: we still have Colts and Washington games and shit, but yeah yeah the colts
1: are looking like a, a dud at this point and then but... all
2: these other nfc teams like we just done chained all of them like the fucking packers the rams the bucks like yeah so we
1: so i'm just saying if we go O and two it's gonna be hard to get oh to yeah oh and two would be bad but that's that's the only thing i'd be worried about yeah um we'll see
2: hopefully hopefully it goes well um i think we win
1: comfortably this week though if, that, if that would be great yeah. just
2: like a nice laugher like i don't even want to be part of the witching hour that, that would be that would be nice yep 100% agree with you and then we'll go from there and then we'll pick up next week we'll go over all these games uh it's getting down to it this will be week 10 so there'll only be um four weeks left after this in the regular season it's 14 right 14 regular season
1: yeah, dude. Come on. Don't remind me. It's yeah. almost, it's already like halfway over. Like, ugh.
2: Yeah. So that.
1: we'll
2: see. We'll see. We'll have uh, some playoff scenarios and things along those lines Um, and pick up with you guys next week. So thanks for yeah. listening. And
1: uh, we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Good luck with this week, everybody. But I'm back. All right, guys. Bye-bye.
3: You drinking before? Now. Sync. With all of your empty kids, it's why you're not on the list. I'm trying to tell you, but you're always asleep